0: One of the first things that we think about when we listen or we hear the phrase Gothic or Gothic literature is this. Gothic is literature, I in Gothic literature. So we have books, we have aesthetics, so the Gothic aesthetic, we have architecture, we have a type of music. Uh, yes, yeah, so all this is true, but it's not only that. The Gothic is more than that. The Gothic is a lifestyle, is a way, is a mode. And it's a place where we can actually learn a lot and it can benefit us and we can make the most of it. So it can take us to a personal journey. It can take us to a a cognitive um, benefit as well. It does a lot of things for us. And this is what I want to talk to you about today. Today I want to tell you about how the Gothic can benefit you how you can make the most of it. And I wanna take you through this journey to give you all the benefits of the Gothic. Starting from Gothic literature and moving on to the Gothic as a Gothic mode. This is a personal journey. We're gonna go down the rabbit hole. So if you are really interested to see how the Gothic can benefit you, this video, my friend, is for you. gothic friend this is Ali, and you are in gothic land a place where you can meet your true self and welcome to the section you are gothic but you don't know it and uh, today i want to talk to you about all the benefits that you can find in gothic the gothic mode and in gothic literature starting with gothic literature and to do that i want to take you to this journey um, that i'm doing myself as well and that has started because I was interviewed last week by psychologist uh, Félix Gómez, who's got a wonderful channel called Bitácora de Viaje. I invite you to go there. If you learn in Spanish, the interview seen in Spanish, but I invite you to go there and, and watch that. Um, last week, you're going to see this in a couple of weeks' time, uh, after the time of that interview, that interview made me see a lot of things, and it made me realise... The following it made me realize that we still need um, to do a lot of work on the gothic because there's a lot of people who still do not know about what it does what it is apart from the academia a lot of people that are not into the gothic aesthetics either they have a fascination they like horror they like scary things they like ghosts they like the paranormal the supernatural but they're not connecting these with anything else apart from that. They don't see or they don't know about the connection that we can have between the these things that they like as entertainment and how can actually gothic, as in gothic literature, can help them in, in, them, in, in their own learnings. Uh, but before we go there, before I continue, uh, this is one of the things I realised... And I kind of reaffirmed, reconfirmed a little bit what I thought i have been seeing for a while. But before we do that, what I will recommend you to do is to download my free introduction to Gothic literature from its origins to the present day. Because in that, it's an hour and a half presentation where you have a slides and I'm, I talk to you there so you can see me with the slides. It, I, I give you there the foundations of what I'm talking about today. I'm giving you the the chronology, um, starting from the meaning of the word Gothic, the definition of the word Gothic, and and, and the different spaces. Uh, I tell you about the main chronological line that you should follow if you are starting with these studies on your own. I tell you about modern authors, about the most common and the most known authors, but I also introduce you to all the things that you should be looking at. So it's a an hour and a half presentation where I give you this brief introduction. Yeah, it's not everything is not there, obviously, uh, but there's an introduction. By watching that, you're going to understand a lot of the things that I'm going to talk to you about today in this video. And I wanted to make this video because I um, I think I need to be connecting uh, a little bit what I do outside YouTube uh, in my writings, in my conversations with other people, with other creators, with specialists. Like in this case, we have a psychologist with Felix. Uh, I need to be bringing this more to this channel. And I'm seeing that because meeting people, uh, when you meet other people, these people also uh, define you. And this channel is all about this. It's all about defining who we are helping you meet your true self go deep down the rabbit hole down yourself and this is going to help you become a happier person and to know where you want to go and maybe remove all these mental blocks that we have uh, due to where we live our social uh, the social pressures etc etc so by talking to Felix on the other day on this interview I realized three things. I realized that, as I said before, that we still have a very, very long way to go until everybody or more people learn about the Gothic, and they can actually enjoy it, not just from an entertainment point of view, but also as a learning path, as a learning tool. Also, talking to him, uh, it reaffirmed the the, the fact that despite what some academics may think the gothic is still the big unknown is still something that is not really um, is not really um analyzed in depth it's either you have people with zero knowledge on the gothic or they just stay on the surface and you have people who talk about books you have people who talk about their makeup Or then you have the other extreme, which is the academic, uh, that will actually take for granted that you have a lot of all the basics about the gothic. And it will just go into really um, more complicated topics, uh, vocabulary expressions, knowledge that you're not familiarized with. And then there's this big gap, this disconnection. So I've been realizing this and meeting Felix the other day. He kind of confirmed that suspicious that I had and that I've had for a long time because of my own research because of my own experience but also due to as a result of talking to other people so by analyzing a little bit what we do here and uh, I realized as well and and it helped me talking to other people it has helped me to see how I want to use this channel to help others. It's true that the channel started like 16 months ago with the intention of me talking about this passion that I have about the Gothic, Uh, but it was a lot broader. I wanted to talk about all the different things that the Gothic meant. When in reality, what I needed to do or what I need to start doing now is to go more in depth about the speciality of the area that the gothic covers and we have to remember here that the gothic is this broad term very difficult to define which is something that i say in this interview because i always we always get this question i have made that question i i have asked that question to Tracy. he now said what is the gothic how would you define the gothic and the truth is that it's very difficult to describe because the gothic is almost everything is this uncertainty is this literature of the the dreams we have in conscious mind we have fears we have um, um, dualities in these downloadable i was telling you before this video you will find there how i have divided the main characteristics of the gothic so i'm not going to do that here today because for that you have that downloadable where i'm giving you like the main characteristics and divide it in, in sections so uh, i've tried to do this very well organized that i consider that i would have liked to find at the time organized um, presentation with different sections for you to have a clearer idea even though there are areas, even in the Gothic, there are areas that we, you will see that they, they kind of runy, they they move to one block to the other. But you will see that with the symbology and with um, motifs and and things like this uh, when we're looking into the literature. But what is very really important here is that we have clear that you here because it's not just pure entertainment. You are here because I want to take you to this. i want to take you down the rabbit hole i want to take you down your thoughts down your fears your brain what is it that you like and that you have to analyze that what is it that you like about the gothic why do you feel so identified with it and how do you think this is going to help you as well being happier embracing bad moments like the ones that we're going through now will help you define who you are and it will help you be this future you Uh, without fears and um, embracing who you really are without these fears because this is what the gothic does the gothic does a lot of things and we're going to see that now as as one of the things that talking to the people uh, you get is that people define you they they tell you how they see you they tell you how you they see your channel and one of the things i have to thank felix for is that as soon as we opened this interview he said to me that one of the things that attracted him to this channel to alice in gothicland was the profoundity and how rich it is and how you can see this journey it is a personal journey it's true i've not been really transparent on why i started this journey because i think it's very personal that's something i need to work on my on my own time my own time and by myself and maybe share it with you uh, but is this space, um, the Gothic is this place where we can feel free to express all our fears and by doing that we tapping into our psychology, it's unavoidable, the Gothic taps into the psychology of um, everybody's psychology, so we are tapping into the grace, life is not black or white, Black and white are very easy to define. This is white, this is black. What is is difficult to define and to describe are all the greys that are in the middle. And there is where we find all those things we cannot describe. We find all these fears. We find our subconscious subconscious mind. We find um, repressed memories. We find a lot of historical context. We find you know, it tells us about our uh, structure, about our societies, about the world we live in, the historical time and the historical moment that we're living in. So an example of these gray areas, for example, uh, you know, we we always go to, the first thing we do when we go to the Gothic, as I said before, we go to the literature to um, uh, entertain ourselves. But think about it this way, literature is not only entertainment it's also this place where we see what's going on in society we see a lot of uh, the author's historical context there and i'm going to use as an example mary shelley's frankenstein some books are visionaries and some some books and some writers are visionaries not the book but the, the writers are visionary uh, the writer is this person who is taking all the elements from his or her life, her worries, in this case, her worries, her experience, her, her background, the situation at the moment. We, we're taking all these elements and then she's creating, she creates this story. But think about how this was created and who was Mary Shelley. Mary Shelley was a female, so she was, she was a woman she uh, didn't have a mom and this is a, an important fact because it, it marked who she was also who the father was as well Um, the fact that she wasn't married to Percy when, when they were there but they were having an affair she had had already miscarriages with uh, Percy uh, there were a lot of things and also, the historical moment, and they were living it was when um uh, they, um they were in geneva and it was the the summer the longest summer the the summer with no sun because there there was these um volcanoes erupting created this summer with no sun. It was very long, so the context where this story happened the fact that it was written also in this mansion, it was an, a, a, a result of a story telling from, if you, for those who know, or for those who don't know, the Gothic is not really born in England, it's born in Germany, or they were born simultaneously, but in Germany it didn't quite uh, evolve like it did in, in England, and then uh, in England they had all these elements, this folklore from Germany, folklore, and then they adapted it, but this is another story for another day. But all these context, the fact that Mary had had this nightmare, because it was a nightmare, she dreamt about the beast, this monster uh, getting for the first time near the the creator. So all these elements that a lot of times people uh, say when they read a book, they say well, the the author is not important. It Actually, it is important, the, the author. Because in a lot of cases and many times what we see is how things have influenced the author and why this author is writing these things. It's true that it doesn't always happen that way and it's true that some authors might be able to separate their personal experiences, lives, thoughts, opinions from their their writings. But to have a more objective writing, then we wouldn't have fiction. We would have non-fiction, and that's where you can have access to them. We would have biographies, and then we would have, and even then, biographies and other, other writings. Depending on the, on the arguments that you're looking for and that you find to support your theory, maybe they are subjective, and you haven't found all the different sides of the story. But this is this is another thing. The important thing for me is that and my belief uh, is that what we have in front of us a first story, a fiction story is actually more than that. You also have to think that the moment that Frankenstein was created we had Calvinism, the beginning of science and this was pioneer. We have this now. She was talking in a very primitive way. Mary, she was talking about cloning, about clonation. She was talking about uh, creating a life from a cell. She was talking about transplants. She was th- talking about uh, limbs, chopping limbs and getting limbs and putting them back and the stitching them up, the stitching them up together again. So she was talking about a lot of the medical uh, advances that we have nowadays. Uh, it it was monstrous, and at the time, obviously, Frankenstein is born from these body parts and these pieces and. But through Calvinism, she used the science that was there at the time. Through Calvinism, she can manage to get this creature moving and coming alive. So we can see also similarly in Dracula, we can see that Dracula is this uh, threat to to the colonies even. It's a threat to the empire. It's a threat to what... The English had mastered and managed over their colonization. So we have this foreign entity, we have this invader that goes to their land and it wants to eradicate them and it wants to, we don't really know why he wants to go there, it just wants to expand and it wants to spread like an illness, so we can see the the foreigner, the other, like an illness. And why do we still like this story? Why do we still watch Dracula? Why does it keep evolving? You know, this is another of the things that we talk with Felix, the the figure of the vampire. It keeps evolving because it's immortal (laughs) in more than one way. It's a story that will never end because there's always another we have different cultures, we we travel, we go to visit places, people come to our countries, we're all mixed. Uh, so this fear of the other, we can see that in Dracula. And it's something that is never going to end as long as people um, believe that there's two sides and that we are different. And uh, then we're going to have this vampire idea uh, it's one of the readings. Obviously, the vampire means a lot of other things, but it's one of the readings. The, the vampires, this foreigner, the other, as the threat, but also this other that is so alike and so similar to us that is really scary because he speaks my language, he's like me, and then I can even turn into that. There's nothing more scary than turning into the, the enemy, into something that you hate. So the connotations there are amazing as well. So in literature, in Gothic literature, we don't just find entertainment. We're learning about historical things. We're learning about facts. We're learning about thoughts that people had at the time and how these thoughts were turning into stories, into scary stories, almost like uh, allegories and like metaphors. That's very interesting. But the Gothic does um, more things, uh, all the benefits, Apart from learning his, uh, historical points of view and facts and, and stories. Another thing that we learn from from these, um, well, I was saying this because um, it's very interesting how going to these grey areas, exactly, going to these grey areas, uh, what we're doing is actually something that I started, it's connected to something that I started doing without even noticing while writing about the grey areas. I was tapping into synchronicities, I was tapping into even uh, different types of personalities, uh, how we all interact with each other. All this is what Carl Jung used to talk about. I've been fascinated with Carl Jung for a long time but I wasn't quite aware of how much I identify with his thoughts and with other people that have carried on with his thoughts and not long ago Tracy Fahi, who is one of my best friends um, in the in the gothic space and she always gives me these tips and and tells me and guides me to where I need to go and all the places that there that I need to maybe explore for for the brand for helping you guys and She said to me, she said, well, Alicia, you're talking about identity. You're talking about helping people, finding their own path, because that's what you've gone through. You're actually talking about the shadow self. And I thought, okay, you know, I've not heard about the shadow self. And then I looked into it, and she was absolutely right. And I thought, yep, this is where I need to go. I need to learn more, need to investigate more, read more about the shadow self and then i come across felix or felix comes across me and then this this reaffirmation that the shadow self is what my channel is working on is all these gray areas there are a lot of people in this space talking about these shadows that we all have and it's going to be an ongoing topic because we can never get rid of the shadows we're constantly trying to go deep down our brain to solve our problems, to lose our fears, to handle better uh human relationships. So it's very psychological. So you know, on this line, now that we're kind of clear that we're getting clear where the channel is going, and considering that I started the this year with the section you are gothic but you don't know it, it matches very well. trajectory of the channel. So we started the year, I was telling you about the critical thinking and the books I read in 2021, then I told you why I think that children should be exposed to horror at early early ages and it's all very connected. Now I'm telling you about the channel itself and the benefits and how you can actually benefit from the gothic mind. So more or less I've been telling you but now I'm going to point out exactly those aspects so on the first hand I just said it it helps you know yourself a bit better by reading certain things and analyzing certain people's or the writings writers uh, research etc what you're actually doing is you are starting to um, create your own path because you are analyzing and discriminating, I like this, I don't like this, yes, this feels like me, no, this is not like me. Oh, yes, I identify with that character or I don't identify with that character. And these, oh, we always do that unconsciously. We always do that consciously. We always compare ourselves with the stories that we read and with the, with the characters. And when there's empathy, then wonderful things happen. And if we identify them, we, um, we look at the strategies that the characters have chosen for then us to go and use those in our everyday lives we do this unconsciously we're not really aware that that's what we're doing but that is what we do um so at a cognitive level we are working areas of our brain that maybe in other circumstances or on the other uh, with other exercises we might not be doing by trying to talk about the gothic and and meeting other people wonderful things happen because when you meet other people, you are exchanging um, information, you're exchanging learnings, you get to know uh, all the things that you could be doing that you didn't know about. And unless you have this dialogue with people out there, you find your tribe and you keep talking, then you are going to feed your brain and you're gonna be feeding more what you want to do. Uh, it's important this exchange of opinions and, and ideas so this brings experiences that enrich our personality and they actually uh, start guiding us towards a uh, one direction you get to collaborate with people you get a uh, job uh, proposals you might get To rethink your brand, if you're an entrepreneur like me, you might get to decide that it's not bad to maybe have a go at things that you love doing, who is telling you that, who has decided for you that your life should be one way, going one direction, not another. So all these things, by meeting other people and seeing what other people are doing and how they are also helping other people, then that can help you with your own journey. When we're talking to the people, another consequence, we're talking about, uh, we discover cultural aspects that we didn't know. We learn about other folklores. We learn about why people in different parts of the world think think in a way or another. Uh, I'm thinking, for example, that in this journey of learning more about yourself, you might feel more identified with other cultures where... For example, women have a different role than in your own culture and that might resonate more with you than not where you're living, for example. And I'm also thinking about think about a female role or the female body. You know, we get to age 40 and we have this expiring date. By age 40, you should have had your children. Otherwise, you're going to have problems. They can actually, there's higher risk of having children with certain problems uh you also become this old woman so you start looking towards now your menopause period so you become an old hack you become wrinkled you become ugly you become this thing you don't want to be this psychologically creates a lot of issues because we find ourselves age 40 having to decide again where we're going to go from here, we either get depressed and think that's it, we've done everything in life, I've done everything by the book, and now I just don't know what to do with myself, look at me, or we reinvent ourselves and we say, well, not everything needs to be like that, and maybe this is a second chance so, in other cultures, older women are actually highly valued, and they are Um, They bring a lot to their communities. So talking to the people, you discover this. If you don't, if you don't have this exchange of opinions and exchange of knowledge, you don't get to learn any of this. But also to learn how um, different cultures believe in different gods or in different entities or in different things that maybe are not that different from yours. So all this is beneficial again. It's all like, uh, again, this is what the gothic does very well. When you discover all these areas, all these gothic areas, then you also discover your purpose in life. And at the end of the day, I think what uh, it doesn't matter what we do, that we seem to be lacking purpose sometimes. We're kind of doing things in a way because that's the way that society or our routines are taking us. But what is our pu- our purpose? Sometimes this purpose is in this gray area, and again, this is very gothic. So, wrapping up a little bit today's video, and uh, what I wanted to say that is that there are a lot of benefits from reading gothic literature and from and from exploring this path, from exploring who you are. So we can benefit in many different ways. Um As I said, there's there's a, a way excuse me to work your fears so you, you through the gothic you can work on your fears because you're gonna present them you're gonna be you're gonna see them expose this so you're gonna be working your fears you're gonna be able to have these wonderful conversations with other people that are like minded like you open that they use critical thinking your critical thinking is gonna be very valuable when you are um, talking and communicating with other cultures It's going to help you have this open mind as well. So you're going to have a lot richer relationships with people and healthier relationships with people. This is going to benefit yourself and it's going to benefit you as a human being. Then you're going to learn more about folklore. You're going to learn more about things that you didn't know about. And this helps you to step out your own box and to look outside a little bit more. Um, At the end, it's all about our purpose in life and Going to those areas, you know, those gray areas, if we don't go to them, we can't find, figure out our purpose because we're blocking the doors. And those doors a lot of times have answers. So, my friend, if you like this idea, if you want to come in with me and, and and keep investigating, the first thing that you need to do is to go and download my free presentation a brief introduction to Gothic literature from the from its origins to our uh, times to, to the present times. I always say this wrong to the present times. And you have the uh, slides. It's a visual presentation where I tell you all about Gothic literature as an introductory uh, mini mini course, mini presentation, and you can take it from there. Every week, at the same time, I'm going to be talking to you about my experiences with the Gothic. We're going to be going and we're going to be looking into all the dark sides. We're going to be looking at your shadow self. We're going to be analyzing even more about your identity and how can you become a happier person because in the shadows we find light and in light there are also shadows. So I hope you've liked it. I hope that you've seen all these wonderful benefits that learning about the Gothic and Gothic literature can bring you to your life, bring you, bring to your life, and I hope to see you on next the next video. Until then, take care, be very Gothic, enjoy your shadows and, and dark moments, analyze them, and before I forget to make sure that you grab a pen, a paper, watch this again if you have to make notes because i'm giving you a lot of very important information a lot of clues that you should be able to use to start discovering more about yourself write a journal very important nowadays to journal everything we live in a world where we distracted constantly with a lot of things and we forget easily what we were doing so journal your thoughts every time they pop up and in a month's time in a two or weeks time whenever you want look back again and see all the learning that you've done and all this process and then I want you to tell me all about it so my friend leave me your comments if you've liked the video what would you like me to talk about as well and until then be very gothic and see you next time take care